Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of the Monthly Tea with Jordan C, a monthly podcast where each month a guest and I debrief and discuss the most fabulous, salacious and scandalous pop culture happenings of that month. I'm your host, Jordan C, and many would say I'm a bit too into pop culture and celebrity happenings. My guest this month is Taylor, my sister, someone who has a somewhat keen interest in pop culture. She might say otherwise, but she is very heavily into Gilmore Girls, is a fan of multiple podcasts, and once had a bit part actor follow and unfollow her on Twitter. It was Tank Said who played Finn in Gilmore Girls for a couple of episodes. Welcome to the mate edition of Monthly Tea with Jordan C. And this month I am joined with friend of the podcast, sister of the host, Taylor. Hello. Thank you for having me. Sorry if I sound a bit raspy, but I'm getting over a cold, but... Or are you putting it on? <laughs> like the episode of Friends? I just want sympathy. <laughs> you want hashtag praise for Taylor. Ideally, get it trending. <laughs> so, obviously, like I said, Taylor is my sister. And I would say she has... She also has a very keen interest in pop culture. So, Taylor, I've asked all my guests this. On a scale of 1 to 10... Where do you think you would rank in terms of like interest in pop culture? Okay, I was thinking about this and I <laughs> I honestly think I may be truly maybe a six or a seven. Now, I, I kind of always thought I was a bit higher than that because mm-hmm. I do tend to try and keep up with pop culture. Yeah. But to be honest, I, I don't really, um, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? I don't. Not connect with it. <laughs> I don't know, delve into it. I don't engage with it, if that okay. makes sense. So like you don't I don't actively engage with it. I was like, yeah, I know like what's going on or stuff like that with like what TV shows are on, but like I'm not watching Succession. <laughs> I know everyone yes, else. Yes, you is. are. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. I'm halfway through season one though, it doesn't really count. I've really <laughs> just started to like it. Like So you say but... you're a six. <laughs> I say I'm a six. I mean like you know me, like I engage with pop culture, but I do just, I'm a creature of habit. Like how many times have I watched Gilmore Girls? I <laughs> that's still, all I tend to do. I would argue though that that still is like um, an active engagement, but I guess so that's up to like the person. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd say maybe yeah, a solid seven, let's say. A solid seven. So could a, do better. <laughs> could do better, could do worse. So as a solid seven, do you, um, are you excited to be on the monthly tea? I am. Um, I can't remember a lot of what's happened in May. I have slight amnesia, so you'll have to remind me. But I'm looking forward to discussing stuff. Well, let's get on. I feel like May was quite a juicy little uh, month. Um, but I'm going to start with something that happened. I feel like it was quite big towards the beginning of May. It's died down a little bit. And that is the alleged flirtation, PR relationship, PR stunt or on set affair of Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell. Powell. <laughs> That's a hard name. I'm sorry if I like sound like an idiot, but like, who the f- is Glenn Powell? <laughs> I have no idea who this man is. It's <laughs> all like a PR set for people to finally know who like, he is. I, was, I don't know who this man is. All of a sudden he's everywhere. <laughs> he's one of those ones that's been on the outskirts for a while. You know, like those ones that they always say like, 
oh, this one's going to be his breakthrough role. This one's going to be his breakthrough role. And okay. yep. he's never fully had, I think, that breakthrough role. What has he been in, though? He was in Top Gun, but he didn't have, like, the main role. He was in that Netflix rom-com Set It Up, which I actually enjoyed. I thought he was really good in it. With Zoe Deutsch. Okay. <laughs> what? I didn't see it. So Why do you see it? it has Lucy Liu and Tay Diggs? I don't know. I just didn't see it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was watching it. It's really... It, it, it's, it's fun. <laughs> like I said... I, I don't engage much on Netflix unless it's to watch Gilmore Girls. <laughs> okay. Well, earlier this month, Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell were filming in Sydney. Australia. Yeah. Okay. Not in, not in <laughs> Sydney Sweeney. But um, they were filming, they're filming a rom-com called, I think it's called like, It Had To Be You. And it's meant to be an enemies to lover based on Much Ado About Nothing, I believe. Oh, okay. Oh, they, do you know what? I've always said they need to bring back the um in the nineties when they used to do like teen films. Yeah. I don't mind if it's a, a rom com. Is anyone else in it, or is it just are they the main two? They're the main two in it, and um, they were they started with a few like paparazzi photos of them filming. I remember the big thing at first was um they put her in a bikini top that was really ill fitting, and that poor woman, like the bar brand the band of the bra was like proper going up her back but as time went on there was more paparazzi photos coming out and it'd be them like hanging out them like frolicking in the sea them just acting very close and people started to think what is is more going on here are they like are they both in relationships then i take it well well, Taylor, a lot has happened. See, this so, is why I say I'm not a seven. So. <laughs> prior to this, Sydney Sweeney is and currently is still engaged to an older guy, yada yada. Glenn Powell had a long-term girlfriend called Gigi. Now, at first, it just seemed like, oh, this seems like your regular PR stunt, you know. Uh, they probably do get along, but the film company's probably pushing it a bit more so they get more run um blah, blah, blah. i'm forgetting my words today however people started noticing that glenn's girlfriend Gigi, started posting like breakup songs to her instagram but no like breakup songs where it's like he's wronged me yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that and people were like oh What's going on here? Being kind of messy. A bit messy. A bit like, you know what? I've been betrayed. And then more and more videos and photos came out. Like photos of them, like basically like really close and hugging. And then there was a video that went around. And to be fair, if I was his girlfriend, this would really annoy me. It's like they're on a sofa and he, he like flipped her like they're doing like a dance flip do you know what i mean on a sofa yeah okay but it's just <laughs> so like, i'm trying to picture this in my mind and it's hard to describe so he sat down and she's kind of like i guess would be next to him he's holding her like back and she like almost trust falls flips like that mm. and he like catches her and then like brings her back up and they're like giggling and stuff and i was like you know what? If, if my boyfriend did that that would me off okay 
this is a rom-com they're filming though right yeah that wasn't that wasn't on set that was just in their free time okay this is a publicity stunt yeah (laughs) and then um but eventually it got too much for his girlfriend and she broke up with him so now is sydney sweeney still with (laughs) the guy whose name we don't know (laughs) it's someone like jonathan we should look this up (laughs) it is his name's jonathan i don't know what i'm going i think they're still together though yeah Okay. When does the film come out? Next year. So I think that's a bit early to start PR stunts. I don't know. I guess you. Everything moves so quickly though nowadays. You kind of have to like grab the moment, don't you? So I guess they're like trying to push it along. I guess. Is it? Is it next year or is it? I thought it was like the end of this year. It comes out. I've heard next year, but they could just be changing it. Mm. I guess it's not one of those things like where it's going to take long to edit. <laughs> They've already wrapped filming. So like. I just want to call this back because I know I said I didn't know who Glenn Powell is, but yeah. I do know who Sydney Sweeney is. Like, who do you think is more famous out of the two? Mm, I would argue she is. Okay. Do you think, do you think this think is doing anything one, for him? Then? I think it's one of those, like, dynamics where it depends on the person you ask. Like, if you ask me, I would say Sydney Sweeney, but maybe if you asked, like, someone that's watched Top Gun, they'd be like, oh, yeah, Glenn Powell. I mean, I can't comment. <laughs> yes, I didn't know who he was. He sounds like like someone that would be my mum's friend. Yeah, <laughs> you don't get many famous people called Glenn, apart from Glenn Close. Yeah, that is so true. But um, do you think this is a PR stunt to help him help the film? Um, yes, I think it's a, probably a PR stunt. I don't think it initially started out. Probably, it sounds like maybe they were just quite friends and quite yeah. close, and then people have interpreted it as they will yeah sorry <laughs> i wish i could say i think it's probably more salacious than it is but no <laughs> i think it is a pr stunt but i think it just went a bit too like heavy-handed too early on because so i'm like i feel like that's something you dot in and then once you come onto like the um the circuits and you're actually doing the pub promotion cycle that's when you then hang it up a bit more the wrong one they're doing is it is it like a proper like cinema release one? Is it going to be like a cinema release? Ooh, yeah. You don't get many rom coms that come to the cinema anymore. Ticket to Paradise brought it brought the rom com <laughs> back, baby. It did in our eyes anyway. <laughs> I think it did because like it was really popular for a while, wasn't it? What Ticket to Paradise? Yeah, it was selling out still for a while, at least in the UK views. Yeah. A couple of times it was packed each time, I guess. Yeah. So what do you think about PR relationships in general? Are there any that like you thought that's definitely PR? Some that you thought it's PR, but I hope they fall in love. Well, this is only I can only think of this one off the top of my head just because Selling Sunset has started again. Yeah. But I thought when Jason and Chriselle were together, I thought that was a publicity yeah, stunt. I did. Until I saw until I watched it and I was like, oh, oh no, I actually think this is real. Yeah, I thought it was a PR stunt, but he would he had like feelings for her, and then like you say, like you watch it and you're like, oh, this is a bit sad when they break up. Yeah, but yeah, she's happy now. She's very happy, happily married to G Flip. Good I for Chrishell. I broke that news to you. That's I know. Surprising. I just I don't believe anyone's weddings anymore. Why? <laughs> I don't know. You get married in Vegas. These celebrities all get married in Vegas. Until I see reg- wedding register, I don't believe. You know what was a relationship that I believe started as PR but has turned into true love? Who? Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, this is so obvious PR. They're heavy handed. And then 
that was like what 2019 then 2020 rolls around and they're still together and I was like okay I guess they have to stay for a lot amount of time then they were just together for a couple of years and I was like have they fallen for each other does um she still do stuff <laughs> not to be rude. she had that one song and I can't remember if she's done anything else I just feel like she had that one like Havana was really big and then it just kind of I guess fell by the wayside you don't get many one hit wonders nowadays yeah not to be rude but <laughs> I ever get none longer a star do you think you'd ever be in a PR relationship if you were famous depends what I stand to gain from it and who it was why who would you want to pair me with that's it no, you, you, I was going to ask you to pair yourself with someone. So I can't do that. That's more, it's more fun if someone else does it. <laughs> you obviously don't think about this as intensely as I do. Right, who would you put yourself with then? I'd put myself with Timothy Chalamet. Okay, why? Why Why was, Why? Why did you go, oh, and why did the producer roll his eyes? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just can't imagine. If he can be with Kylie Jenner, he can be with me it's in a PR that- relationship. I just can't imagine it working because you would be like trying to reenact like little women scenes. <laughs> it's time. a PR relationship, <laughs> not a real one. Yeah, but you'd be like, <laughs> we're like, let's be friends. Let's do this. <laughs> can can you reenact the scene where Joe turns you down? <laughs> <laughs> again. Do we have to do this again? Yes. <laughs> and I'll watch. Yeah. Or like probably pete davidson i feel like everyone's had but one at but one anyone point could be with pete davidson i know it's fun <laughs> not to be rude to pete davidson you can date whoever you want to date live your life but, but why would you want to be in a pr version of timmy fishan at me i feel like i'd get good press for it that's the only reason yeah we could be the um poor man's tom and zendaya <laughs> what would your couple name be jimothy jimothy or jordame <laughs> Oh, they're both good options. Yeah. I'm good at picking, like, couples' names. You didn't say who you'd put me with. Hmm, who would I put you with? <laughs> I don't know why Jason Sudeikis came into my mind. <laughs> How many Jason Sudeikis? <laughs> what would um, I stand to gain from that? Like, no offence, Jason Sudeikis. He's an Emmy darling at the moment. Um, I just don't know what I we're talking about. Oh, who would I put you with? Who would I put? Oh, I don't. Um, you and Harry Styles would probably get along. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, you can share dresses. It'd be nice. It's probably not the same size. Ah, oh, that wouldn't that that would grind my gears. <laughs> if I was like with someone. And they were like, I couldn't fit into their clothes. <laughs> Speaking of relationships, uh, a new relationship has started to rise from the ashes of a almost shock, not shocking, but a surprise breakup. So the surprise breakup of Joe Alwyn and Taylor Swift has started to settle. That was in April. Oh. And now in May, rising from those ashes, we have Taylor Swift and Matty, Matty Healy. Is it you that doesn't like Matty Healy? I, I <laughs> detest him. I knew it was someone I do. He looks like a sentient wet cigarette. And he looks like he smells <laughs> like one too. Okay, what, what's <laughs> but like... I can't believe he came from the loins of Denise Welch. 
my favourite of the loose women. What, even over Stacey Sullivan? Oh, yeah, actually, no. What Judy you love? Third favourite <laughs> loose woman. But first favourite loose woman who was also on Waterloo Road. <laughs> but what do you think of that relationship, like Taylor Swift and Matty Healy? It seems like it'll be fun. I don't think it will last. But, I mean, I don't want to talk on Taylor's behalf. That's <laughs> like I know, but um, I know probably just want something a bit more relaxed. People have um, been theorising that there might have been a slight overlap between her and Joe's relationship and her and Matt's new one. I don't think I believe it. What about you? Well, I think they've been broken up for longer than yeah. people actually realise. Yeah, I believe so too. I think they've just, they only just really released it in April. Yeah. Well, they've not confirmed it still, though, have they? I don't, I don't think you have to asked. confirm it at this point. No, but like, I, they're just not acknowledging it. I guess, yeah. Uh, the big thing that cemented it was that she and all her little posse unfollowed him on Instagram. Do you think they were dating when she took that picture of Denise, Denise Welch at the concert? That was, what, January? Maybe. Maybe that's when they started rekindling it. Because, like, when did um, Midnight's come out? That must have been late November. Yeah, they might have been breaking. They might have been broken up before that. Yeah, like in the process, and it's only just got out now. Because like, I'm not swifty, but <laughs> if you listen to Midnight's a little bit, it does seem like a little bit slightly of a breakup album as yeah. well. So maybe like the end of an era. Wasn't there pictures of um, Taylor Swift and Mayhew that were spotted somewhere? Yeah, they were spotted at a restaurant holding hands, and they've been spotted, I think, in like a taxi together. And it's like a lot of spotted together. He's been at her concerts the past few concerts. Some people thought it's because um, her support act is Phoebe Bridges. And Phoebe Bridges and Matty Healy have a song together. Some people thought it was just that at first. But then he just keeps coming. <laughs> he, keeps, he keeps coming. He keeps watching from the VIP area. And they keep getting spotted together. And um, I've actually seen quite a few, quite a lot of Swifties are against this relationship. Why are they against it? Because he's garbage. Sorry, yeah, Joe Alwyn, we might not know anything about him. He might be a bit boring, but... They looked related. That's all I have to take add. that over Matty Healy. A lot of people are like calling Taylor Swift out for it, basically saying that um, she claims to like stand, for, you know, like equal rights and all this but now he's dating a guy that has a very recent scandal of being racist towards rapper Ice Spice. Oh, did he? What did he do? He was just mock- I don't I don't follow like Matty Healy stuff, so I don't really know much about him. <laughs> Surprise, something else I don't know. I just know the name. Well, basically he was just mocking Ice Spice. Um then like made some like weird comments about Inuit people. It's all on this podcast that happened recently. And also on another podcast, he um, talked about he watched his watched this porno and it was called like ghetto, like ghetto trash or something like that. And it's basically like this really graphic porn that shows like black women being hurt. And it's just like he's he's had multiple things like that where it's just lots of these scandals, and he tries to claim it's like him being ironic or edgy but at what point is it like no this is just you 
seems like very 2010s humor to be like i'm gonna be edgy <laughs> yeah. it's like there's um a gig at the 1975 shows where he'll start to say something be like well i don't think it's that racist to say and then the band will start going yeah. to drown him out <laughs> and i was like yeah it might be funny at first but you are a bit racist so where do we go from here so now hearing about this about matt healy i just remember he used to date fk's twigs <laughs> yeah god he gets about <laughs> He also dated Halsey. Did he? Yeah. When? That's mad. That was like years ago. She has a song called Colours. Yeah. And that's allegedly about him. Oh, okay. So do you think it like some Taylor Swift fans have a right to just be like, oh, you're dating him? I mean, it's her life. <laughs> and it's actually, she ultimately, like, she can date whoever she wants. Like, you you don't actually know Taylor Swift, guys. She can date whoever she wants, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Also, like, ain't that deep. <laughs> but it is a bit sketchy that she is dating someone like him. But it's alleged, isn't it? You don't know if it's actually... Oh, it's not alleged in my mind. But she could be dating loads of people, though. Yeah. She might not just be dating my Healy. But still... Like, I feel mean to, like... <laughs> you're like... If, um, okay, if you could have Taylor Swift date any celebrity, who would it be? I feel, like, weird saying it, but... <laughs> no, I'm not saying she has to date someone. I'm just saying... No, but like, if you could, like, you could do the same for Matty Healy as well, <laughs> even it out. I don't know. I think she just needs time to be single. Yeah, just a nice couple of years. Yeah, just enjoy being single. Enjoy dating around, but just don't date Matty Healy. Yeah, has there ever been like um, a big period in time where she's just been single? Well, after Harry Styles, she was te- um like. It was probably rumours, but she wasn't actually publicly with anyone until from Harry Styles until Calvin Harris. Imagine if she got better with Harry Styles. Oh, she could do better than him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's another one you don't like. He is gets it? my nerves. <laughs> but I take him over Matty Healy. At least Harry Styles looked like he washes regularly. Is that what bothers you? That he tries to pretend that he's like an edgy rock star when his parents are both like quite famous British people? <laughs> No, I just think he reminds me of that edgelord humour where it's like, Haha, I'm going to say loads of racist things, but I'm not actually racist, guys. But it's like, well, really, the amount of times you're doing this joke, I'm going to think you're racist. Yeah. I'm going to think you're a bigot. I'm going to think you're like just rude and discriminatory. Because <laughs> you like Denise Welch. I know. <laughs> I really like Denise Welch. Just her, hus- her husband, <laughs> her son. She needs to sort him out. So you think Swift and Healy is A-OK? I just think people can date who they want, really. <laughs> Known Matty Healy stan, Taylor Henville. <laughs> Do you listen to any of the 1975? No. Like, I know, like, there was that song Chocolate. That's quite big. Like, I don't actively listen to their stuff. Funnily enough, some of the songs I have heard, I was like, oh, this is catchy. It's just a shame the lead singer's like that. <laughs> I was say, this is catchy. It's not for me. <laughs> yeah, like prior to knowing what he was like, I was like, oh, this is catchy. I don't see myself actively listening to, to this. But it was on like a bar. I'd be like, yay. Yeah. Dance along. Was he the one that was, um, is he like kissing fans in the audience yeah, and stuff? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, like kissing the cameras that were recording as well. But man, you're in your 30s. Ew. <laughs> Trying a bit too hard to be like an old style 
rock star. Yeah, it is trying really hard when it's like, you're not like this edgy up and comer. Your mum is literally Denise Welch. Denise Welch off Loose Women. And Tim Healy off Benidorm. <laughs> is that show still on? I think it is. I don't recall no. Benidorm any, ever finishing. No, I don't, I don't properly watch it, but like it, that always seemed to be on. They always seem to be advertising it. In my head, it's like like Laura Norton is for you or Grey's Anatomy where it just never ends. Do you remember when they were both on Waterloo Road? Yeah. That was a great time for television. Yeah. I was sad that that relationship... So if any of you, any of you watching, I was going to say, any of you listening have never watched Waterloo Road, Denise Welch played a French teacher who wasn't good at French. Steph Haydock. Steph Haydock. And Tim Healy, who was her husband at the time, played like a security guard that worked at the school for a bit. Security man Dave. Yeah. And they had like a little, well, he had a crush on her in it and she wasn't into it. Then eventually she warmed up to him. And then like, they they dated for a little bit and then the crux of it was she doesn't really like him like that. Yeah, I can't, didn't they just write him out? I feel like he, he was yeah, just gone they wrote all him of a sudden. Out after that. I remember because at the time I was like, why won't Steph give him a chance? He's a good man. That was quite restraint, like a lot of restraint for Waterloo Road because they just love to kill off characters. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't kill him Even off. Even in the new series now, love yeah. to kill off people. Yeah, I'm surprised. I like... I. Was so excited for the new Waterloo Road, and I found out who they killed off in the first episode, and I thought, no, do you know not what, for though? me. Do you know what? Though? I was excited about the like the new one that they just started because they brought Andrew Trainerman back. Oh, did they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when I was in lockdown, I was rewatching Waterloo Road. I was like, God, I've forgotten how much like I love Mr. Trainerman. Yeah, he was a great teacher. I like seeing the Waterloo Road cast just doing stuff. Like I like. We were watching Emmerdale earlier on. It was just on, and Christopher Mead was on it. Blue-eyed dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Waterloo Road was a great show, an institution. I feel like it single-handedly raised teacher rates. No, that can't be true. Who watched Waterloo Road and was like, "Yes, that's for me." <laughs> Every teacher dies. I bet you. I bet it's like Legally Blonde. How Legally Blonde raised rates of women attending law school. Legally, um, Waterloo Road saw like the PGC rates go up. No. <laughs> I'm telling you. I can imagine people watching Waterloo Road and like, I don't know, teen pregnancy went down. because They did that all the time on that show. They do teen pregnancy in every show. And I don't think they do it well. <laughs> what do you mean? They always make it, they always try and make it look like awful. But then they still ultimately like. They never want to make like abortion all... or adoption. Or yeah. Adoption. And they always tend to have the baby and then love it. So it's like, what, what is your aim here? Yeah. The first Monday of May is famed for the Met Gala. So, do you like? The, are you a fan of the Met Gala? Seeing the celebrity looks. Yeah, I don't mind it. Um, I don't know. I I thought it was a bit boring this year, to be honest with you. Yeah. So this year's theme was Karl Lagerfeld. An interesting yeah. <laughs> man to like make a theme since he's known for being a bit of a he's known for being like a mean person. Sexist, wasn't he? Sexist, fat phobic. You name it, he probably wasn't. <laughs> but yeah, it was about Karl Lagerfeld. And Karl Lagerfeld ran Chanel for a very long time. So obviously there was a lot of Chanel inspired looks. 
Were there any looks that you liked? Any that stood out? Oh God, I can't remember the person's name. Um, Ava, is it Ava Mac? Ava Max? Did oh you yeah, see that the one? The, yeah. psych. The oh, she is. Yeah. Oh, what's, Anne Hathaway at there as well. Anne Hathaway was in like this Versace tweed look that looked amazing. Yeah, I remember a lot of people. Were, a lot of people were dressed like cats, weren't they? Or yeah, so Doja Cat like was dressed up as a cat. She had like prosthetics on. I like Doja Cat's look. A lot of people dressed as cats because he had like a famed cat called Choupet. Okay. Choupet. Yeah, and um, Jad Leto came in like a massive cat costume. Which I was like, oh, fun. And then he took the head off and it was Jared Leto. I was like, oh. <laughs> this podcast today is just really you rattling off all the men you don't like. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's me in most of these episodes I have to make a mention. You know whose look I really did like? Cardi B's. Oh. So what was she, her one? She came in like um, the top. It was like this black velvet ball gown with like the typical Chanel rosettes on like the skirt part and then the top part was almost like this tight fitted square neck vest I don't know if that's the right way to say it and it had like a little blouse attachment and then the hair was like all grey with a little bump in it it looked really good and sleek I do think in recent years Cardi has been like one of my favourite ones to watch out for oh yeah I've just looked it up on now oh yeah it's good I like it yeah Oh, yeah, I didn't see this one on the day. I thought Kim Kardashian's one was actually a good one. I always feel like out of the Kardashians, Kim is the one that actually tries the most when it comes to the Met Gala. Yeah. The others just don't seem to try, and I was like, why bother? Why bother yeah. going? Kylie just can, tends to go for something a bit boring. Uh, they Ken- tend not to do the theme, I yeah. always feel like. Kendall is just like, I'm a leggy model, and that's it. <laughs> Yeah, Kim actually tries. I liked it. And it was like a lot of like pearls. And it was quite reminiscent of um, her Playboy shoot. Oh, yeah. The infamous, you're doing amazing, sweetie shoot. <laughs> so I really enjoyed that. Um, any other looks that you saw? I'm just Googling now. <laughs> Not so much, to be honest. Like, I don't know. This Met Gala didn't, inf- like, wasn't as infused by it. Yeah. What was the theme last year? I only remember um, Kim Kardashian going in Marilyn Monroe's dress and ruining it. <laughs> yeah, stretching the fuck out of it. Um, last year's one was Gilded Age. Or, no, Gilded Glamour. I was going to say, what does, <laughs> what does Marilyn Monroe's dress have to do with the Gilded Age? No one knows, really. <laughs> and that was the one where... Um, Blake Lively's dress was basically the Statue of Liberty. Oh, yeah, I remember that. To be honest, I think one of my, like, favourite Met Gala's, like, themes in recent memory is the... Was it fashion? No, what's it called? Catholic... Oh, Heavenly Bodies. Heavenly Bodies, that was it. Fashion in the Catholic image or something like that. Yeah, that was a great Met Gala year. And it felt like one of those few years where everyone tried to be on theme. I I I still remember like Zendaya's outfit from that one. Yeah. Because it was the Joan of Arc. Oh my gosh, and she looked so good in it. And um Rihanna as the Pope. <laughs> oh, I'd forgotten about that. I feel like I remember at the time a lot of people talking about Ariana Grande's dress, but I don't remember yeah. much about it to be honest. She was um it was basically the print of the dress was um paintings on the Sistine Chapel. Oh that was it, yes. Was that when she was doing um like when God 
God is a Woman was out. Yeah, so it oh, was around the sense. Sweetener tour. Tour, Sweetener like promotion cycle. Just before she was spotted with one Pete Davidson. That feels like an eternity ago. But you tend to follow like the Met Gala and stuff like that. Yeah. So to you, what is camp? <laughs> that was know. the one that stumped people. I know, but Carly Kloss was looking right <laughs> in the eye of it. Um, I don't really know how to describe camp, but I feel like I'd look at something and go, oh, that's camp. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like that was a year where... You know it when you see it. Yeah, a lot of people were boring with that. With such a fun theme, they were really boring. Yeah, again, all I remember is... uh, I remember Kim Kardashian's one. That was a great That was the Mugler one. Yeah. And I remember Billy Porter because um, he was carried in. Yeah. (laughs) And then there was Lady Gaga, who's like whole performance going up the stairs, where she had like different costume changes. Oh yeah, didn't someone trip <laughs> the stairs? I can't remember. If it was There's that always year. a running theme, a running joke that met Jason Derulo has fallen down the steps <laughs> at the Met Gala. No, <laughs> <laughs> every Met Gala, there's like a picture of him like falling <laughs> downstairs. It's like <laughs> alert, Jason Derulo has fallen down the steps. No, I know about that, but I'm sure didn't like a woman or someone trip at the Met Gala once. I don't know. See, I want to say it was Blake Lively, but I might be making that up. You're just hoping. Oh, I like Blake Lively. I want to like her. <laughs> Is it because you feel like you need to like uh, Leighton Meester more? It's not even that. It's because her and oh, Ryan Reynolds got married on the plantation. Play, yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. think that's weird. <laughs> I think they apologise for it, but like, he apologised for it. Can I be clear? He apologised for it. <laughs> I do like the Met Gala. I, what do you think would be your dream Met Gala theme? Or what do you think would be a fun Met Gala theme? And why is it the looks of Katie Price? <laughs> the, the many faces. No. no. <laughs> oh, that's mean. No, I wasn't going to say Katie Price. <laughs> I, meant, I meant to say uh, the many versions of Madonna. I didn't mean to yeah. say faces. Uh, um, do you know what? That would actually be fun just to see celebrities dressing up as other celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> Or, I don't know, like, I watch a lot of old Hollywood films. That might be fun to see people dress up as, like, ones from the 50s. The old Hollywood glamour. Even then, that would be quite, like, a easy theme to keep to. You'll still have someone, like, something futuristic. I guess somebody didn't get the memo. <laughs> you know what? Katie Price would be amazing at the Met Gala. That was Ugly Betty, by the way. Oh, no. <laughs> she didn't get that. I think Katie Price would be amazing at the Met Gala. She would commit. I think a lot of UK um, reality celebrities you put on the Met Gala would be excellent. Yeah. Like, imagine Gemma <laughs> Collins. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Met the Met Gala. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Can you imagine, like, um, Kim Woodburn? <laughs> I feel like she would just wear her normal clothes, but somehow <laughs> it would be on theme. You'd be like, that is camp. <laughs> that is heavenly bodies. <laughs> Friendships come and go. Some stay, some go. Some get tense. Some are relaxed. In the UK, there was a friendship that was somewhat iconic. You're overhyping to some. <laughs> But alas, in recent weeks, 
that friendship has seemed to have fallen apart and us, the British public, can view the tense fallout on popular daytime TV show this morning. I'm talking about the breakdown of the friendship between Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby. Like, here's the thing with this. I feel like ever since they first started sort of like presenting together back Mm. in the day, there's always been like tabloid like headlines of like, there's a rift, there's a feud, just because that's how British tabloid works. But I don't know why it seems like there's more like uh, like grit to the claims this time. Yeah. I don't know if that's right saying. I think it's because before when they'd have these rumours, if you watch the show, they just seemed like quite normal and jovial. But now like I've been watching clips of like the recent week and it does feel slightly tense. What have you seen like clip wise? It's not even like they're like bickering or something, but they're like, she barely looks at him. She like barely looks at him. And like, She's doing that um, smile you do. Knowing you're at work and you're just kind of grinning and bearing it. Mm. <laughs> so it's like her, her her mouth is smiling, but her eyes are just like blank. <laughs> do you think they've fallen out? I mean, what's been going on with his family, I'd imagine that's probably put a strain on things. Yeah. And what people have been saying about Philip Schofield himself. Allegedly. Allegedly. That could be causing some issues too. People, they're saying though that it's like, it's that Holly wants a shake up, isn't it? She wants like new blood in. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, get that old hag out. <laughs> <laughs> well, he has been there longer than her. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Who do you want to like replace it though? Alison Hammond. What, with Holly? Get her out, put them <laughs> in. You don't want either of them. I want I want it to be you don't, Alison and Dermot. You don't want either of the queue jumpers. No. Ah, <laughs> oh, waited in line. <laughs> no, you didn't. David Beckham waited in that line. Just to uh, say we're we don't speak the monarchy. <laughs> we don't no. care. We do like Princess Diana though. But, yeah, well you really do. <laughs> I just don't really have any feelings on it. Who would you want to replace Philip if they did get rid of him? Um, I don't watch this morning really, so I don't really know like who'd be good for it. But um, didn't didn't like Rochelle and Marvin used to do it for a while? Yeah, I think they still do it like on special occasions. That'd be good. Or I don't know, they have like Vernon Kay, didn't they? Sometimes and Josie from Big Brother. <gasps> Vernon Kay and Allison, that would be my dream team. Or if they brought Ryland back, that'd be good. Ryland and Allison. Ryland has left. It takes two. The Strictly Show. Oh. So he's got some free time in his schedule. Who's presenting Big Brother? Oh, AJ Doodoo. Yeah, but who's the other one? I don't know. I can't remember his name. It's like... Is it Ollie Best? Yeah. I was going to say Best, but I went like Callum Best. Are they presented together as one person doing like like a separate show? I don't think they fully explained that. They've just announced that they're hosts. I just want to know who's like going to do the bits when it's like you're live on... Oh no, it'd be ITV. You're live on ITV. Please do, do not, not swear. Does not have oh, the no. same ring to it, does it? Oh. Are you excited for Big Brother to come back? I am, because I think it needed time away, because it, it was awful for a while. <laughs> for it a long did. time. I don't, I don't want to blame it on Channel 5, but I think they bought it when it, people were starting to like, have fatigue with it. But yeah, it dropped when it went to Channel 5. I'm like, how long has it been gone? Not that long, really. It must be like at most, like. 
seven, eight years, seven years probably at most. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I think um, lockdown helped with like it sort of rising in popularity again because they did that, was it that, was it anniversary show? Yeah. I think it sort of brought it back into the public consciousness. But um, no, I'm looking forward to it. I hope they get like ordinary kind of like people for yeah. it like i have nothing against like influencer types but that's what love island's for like i want to see tracy from primark <laughs> i'm big uh, brother i, I don't see tracy from primark having an argument <laughs> with some guy that calls himself razor <laughs> <laughs> because someone's like put cigarettes in the shopping budget <laughs> Like, I don't do, you remember, w- do you remember my big brother and that girl? Uh, they gave her the shopping uh, budget. They gave her like, the list for everything to buy and then she went in and she swiped it all off and just put biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> just to piss everyone off. Yeah, fair enough. That's what you need though. You can't like... I feel like in the final few years it was just quite manufactured beef. Like there was nothing that interesting. I can't really remember what happened on the Channel 5 one. The only thing I can remember is the celebrity big brother. Celebrity Big Brother was good on Channel 5. Was it? That <laughs> Celebrity Channel 1. I'm sure the Celebrity one was the one with David's dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. David's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Why would she say that? <laughs> David's not dead. He's in there sleeping. Oh, oh, Gemma Collins was on that season as well, wasn't she? Yeah. And um, <laughs> Megan McKenna. You ever watch like Best Bits from that season? It's so like volatile. <laughs> I've always seen the clips where it's like um, her like complaining about eating gruel. And it yeah. is. Uh, yeah, I won't say because I don't know if you can swear on this. And it just cuts to her doing a. In the arms of <laughs> an angel. <laughs> it's funny because you have like a wretched mouth, but a beautiful singing voice. Did she win or did someone else win that year? In Megan McKenna? Yeah. No, um, I can't remember who won. Oh no, she won um, Celebrity X Factor. Factor. Uh, we watch too much reality TV. Yeah. <laughs> should have known that. I remember because um, I was fuming because of Kevin McHale didn't get to the final <laughs> no wait but to go back to that year of big brother who did win i fully cannot remember because it wasn't Gemma collins was, that is it madness. wasn't tiffany pollard <laughs> that is madness it, it wasn't, wasn't Megan McKenna. it wasn't jonathan cheban he oh, was in that yeah jonathan cheban god that was a stacked year do you know he goes by food god now yeah i do like that's his legal name oh his legal name i'm sure that's his legal name i just thought that was like his like brand name yeah you know what a lot of people don't like him but you can't <laughs> deny that he's integral to like kardashians as a show but yeah you're right um i'm excited for big brother but it needs to be just regular schmegler people when is it coming out though because i thought they keep like delaying it like because it was meant to be was it end of last year yeah and then it wasn't stop teasing us i reckon they'll wait until this season of love island passes do you know what i hate having winter love island yeah i don't scrap it i don't vibe scrap with it, it. <laughs> it's too much in one year the thing is you'd think it would make sense where it's so cold like it'd be nice to watch like a sunny place and i just don't i don't vibe no. with it at all i hate it <laughs> i can't get into it it's so boring but summer love island i'm like yeah 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 <laughs> that being said they did have a tough act to follow like this winter lover from yeah. last year because that was who? so good <laughs> Ek, 
<laughs> your mom. What do you expect after four days that I marry you? You're a liar, <laughs> activist. Got them out. Do you know? I swear, uh, weekly I will think about when he just goes. That is my line, Natasha. Natasha. <laughs> yeah, it's because I said Natasha. <laughs> That was like a great year. <laughs> like, I know a lot I mean, of people didn't like Ekansu, it. It was toxic, but <laughs> but I loved her. I want her to represent us or Turkey in Eurovision. I think people did like her. Some people just didn't get her vibe though. Yeah, but like, I think we're in they're, a bit... they're the type of people that were voting for like Luca and Gemma. So like, I ain't worried yeah. about their oh, opinion. God. I can't believe they came second. Still, that winds me up. Yeah, I was so stressed they were gonna win. But the Mediterranean power couple won in the end. Did you hear though after Love Island there were people saying that Ekansu should do Eurovision? I could see her do doing it. it. She'd do it. What were your thoughts on Eurovision this year? You mean like the the whole like show or our like our act? Um, I'm gonna stay with the show first. Um I liked it. I did think I don't know why. I did think for some reason, because it was going to be in the UK, I thought we'd get more like surprise guests on for the main show, like yeah. celebrity acts or something. And now, <laughs> Adele. Like, why not? When are we going to get this again? We yeah. never usually get far. I do think it's funny. We're technically, we're just hosting it for Ukraine. And well, we made it all about us. Anything about Ukraine. <laughs> there was that bit at the beginning and then that was it. And then it's like, here's a great medley. About Liverpool. <laughs> I thought it was odd that they only did one John Lennon song and like none of the Beatles. Yeah, like, I thought that was odd. Not that I'm bothered, I just thought, oh, they'd use that as an excuse. Yeah. Maybe something like to get the crowds going, like that one, come together. But no, I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to next year when it's in Sweden, because it'll be 50 years since ABBA. Do you think ABBA will reunite? What I if mean... they came out and sung Waterloo? Do you think they'd have the same outfits on? I'd love that. Mama, <laughs> I wanna live I would love it. I'd live for it. Like I know a lot of people were a bit annoyed and were like, they thought it was a fix for Sweden to win. No, but, also, but like, like I'm I sorry. Don't care. Like Lorene's song was better than most of them. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was better than ours, I'll say that. Like <laughs> I mean like ours was like it was fine, but like it wasn't as good as Lorene's. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> no, the issue with the UK one was, in my opinion, what? it had potential and it just never fully reached it. Yeah. Like, it's a catchy song. May Muller seems like a really nice girl. She seems like a funny girl. But just the performance was just, eh. Yeah, and it was it's difficult as well to follow, like, Sam Ryder. A man you actually like. <laughs> I <laughs> love me some Sam Ryder. You saw him in concert, didn't you? I did. Not concert, but... He is technically the first concert me and Josiah, my boyfriend, went to. I thought you were going to say that was the first concert you ever went to. I was like, no, <laughs> it's not true. That's not true, Alan. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, no, why would Sam Ryder be the first concert you ever gone be- to? But yeah, I love Sam Ryder. You're right, it's a tough act to follow, but I also think we should there could have just been a bit more effort. I'm not even saying on her part, but maybe like whoever like plans the UK acts. They barely gave her any staging. 
it was just her in the corset walking around the stage. <laughs> Do you know what? I had a real soft spot for um, Austria's entry. <laughs> yeah. Who the hell is F. Allen Poe? <laughs> I, I, I love like all those just like, weird acts that they put on for Eurovision. They're always my favourite. Yeah. It's a bit sad that they didn't get as many points as I believed it should have from the public. Do you know what? I get really annoyed by those people who don't like Eurovision because they say like it's just a lot of like silly like novelty acts. And I'm yeah. just like, so? It's like, what is the harm, really? <laughs> yeah, like... It's just, it's a singing show at the end of the day. It brings us together. It's a bit of fun, just allow it. <laughs> so what was your favourite acts? Um, I did like Sweden. I liked Finland. Yeah, I liked <laughs> that Finland. That was a surprise one. Like Austria. Um, God, it was only last week and I can't remember. Serbia. Ah, <laughs> oh, Serbia. That, yeah, was, that was fun. That um, was dramatic. I liked it. Belgian one I didn't mind I can't remember was there any you didn't like there was just some I didn't care for but I'm not gonna go into that because I like to be a positive person um (laughs) (laughs) I'm just gonna focus on the ones I do like I really enjoy I obviously love Sweden do you know what I didn't mind the Norwegian one I didn't do very well yeah I liked the Norwegian one weirdly though the Norwegian didn't do well in in like the jury thing but it did well in public yeah you liked um you liked Ukraine's one as well didn't you yeah I liked Ukraine's I liked Poland's what's Poland oh it was just like the fun like song pop song yeah I remember that one but yeah I'm I'm happy Sweden one that was all of them yeah (laughs) but yeah I'm happy Sweden one I'm excited for it next year. Are you going to try and get tickets next year? Maybe, unless it sells out in half an hour again. Wasted my lunch hour. <laughs> She's not salty at all about that. I mean, I was still trying to get tickets the day before, like just refreshing yeah. the page. But it's crazy how hard it was to get tickets. It was harder to get Eurovision tickets than it was to get Beyonce tickets. <laughs> In fairness, she's doing multiple days. There was only one Eurovision. You heard it here. Taylor thinks Eurovision is more important than Beyonce. I did not. Don't bring the beehive up. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> We're coming to the end of the podcast. Okay. So a question I like to ask my guests is, what was their what was their favourite pop culture happening of this month? So I put it to you. What was your favourite pop culture happening of this month? I mean, I could say Eurovision. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I could be niche and say when Andrew Treneman came back on Tortelloo Road, that was quite a pivotal moment for me, <laughs> pop culture-wise. <laughs> full circle moment. Um, I'm going to have to say it was Eurovision because it was so much fun just seeing it in the UK and all the yeah. hype for it. And I just remember last year watching it, not realising that we were even like initially favourites and all of a sudden we'd climb up the lead wall and I was like, oh, oh my God, this is happening. Just me running around my flat in Peterborough going, this is happening. I can't believe this. I've never seen this in my lifetime. I just remember sitting there going, oh my God, this is how football yeah. fans feel. <laughs> I was like, I literally it's get it. coming home. <laughs> in my head, we did win. <laughs> like, I do forget that we didn't. So, and yeah, <laughs> so did the organisers. Who's your favourite ever, like... Eurovision what not who what is your favorite Eurovision song oh my favorite song um I liked uh, my favorite one is uh think about things Iceland's entry that would have won 2020 if not for the pandemic yeah I don't get why they couldn't do like a zoom Eurovision that's that's why I said like in hindsight I think they should have because it did deserve to win like 
Yeah. No, like no shade, no tea to men, main skin. Yeah, but you Manuskin? stole Iceland's crown. No, but they were they were good that year. Yeah, but like it was just like oh, they could have ended with that song though, yeah. baby. Because like I legitimately like listen to that song still. Like there are a yeah. few like Eurovision songs I still listen to that that Euphoria. Yeah, rice like a phoenix. That I've always thought they should get Conchita first to do a Bond song. Yeah, you can get that trend in on Twitter if you Space like. Spaceman. <laughs> Sorry, I know this is boring just to say Eurovision because we've just talked about it. But yeah, that was my highlight, to be honest with you, was Eurovision. Do you have any pop culture predictions for next month? Next month is June. I feel like, you know how you said about like all the new like celebrity couples and like maybe PR couples? Yeah. I feel like we're suddenly going to get a lot more uh, like pap walks with people where it's getting warmer out. Oh, uh, I do love a pap walk. Do you know when used to get those... Um, Ben Affleck and Anna Diamas. I <laughs> loved that. That was my favourite PR like couple. Um, lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Just watching them walk Just around. Just them walking, her obsessively like laughing. Both of them with Dunkin' Donut coffees in their hands. And do you remember when they broke up and like this cardboard cutout he had of her was put in the bin? No, I think they were still together at that point. They <laughs> just had a cardboard cutout of her in the garden. No, but when they broke up, someone, it was like seen oh, it was in the still bin. Just there. It was put in the bin. And you well, just I mean, see like her half out. I mean, you can't keep it. That'd be weird. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess dispose of it better. Yeah, discreetly. Send it back to her. Do you think um, Taylor and Matty will still be together next month? Mm. Probably. I don't think it's a long lasting thing. You think it's a rebound? Yeah. Just a fling. He's not someone that screams long-term relationship to me. There's all those other rumours of people she was dating, like the the Formula One driver. I remember hearing rumours once that her and Drake had a thing. Nah, I don't see it. Because <laughs> Drake would have blabbed. <laughs> yeah, that chatty patty. He would have said something. <laughs> he wouldn't be able to help himself. He would have said something. It would have been like a dry rap. It would be like... I don't even want to think about <laughs> what he would say. I don't want to end on talking about another man I dislike. <laughs> you just dislike a lot of men. <laughs> it's not on purpose. I truly want to like stress that it is not on purpose. You sound like um, you're like Julia Fox interview. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't like aim to be like this. I actually don't dislike a lot of people. It just happens to be like the celebrities I dislike. Nine, like 8% of them tend to be male And again I'm not choosing this I really like Stanley Tucci <laughs> The Tuchmeister You can watch his um, cookery show Hi I'm Stanley Tucci I'm, I'm Italian, Italian on, on both sides, sides. That got cancelled No And to end that was this month's episode of the- <laughs> Well I, what more can you do With that show we went to Italy and Tried the food I would say maybe you could try it in like a different f- culture but he's italian on both sides there's nowhere else he could go season two could have been him and ekinsu traveling different areas of the mediterranean she wouldn't know who it was who he was it'd be like um oh god who performed when they were in love island alfie bow do you remember you know in the final dates yes (laughs) and she promises it she was like there was like this, it was lovely to be in like an arena and this guy singing and she was like, I think his name was 
looks down, checks notes. Alfie Bo? <laughs> when you first said that in my head, when you said like Alfie Bo performed, I thought you meant like um, no one like Craig David performed. So I imagine like they're having a party and all of a sudden you just hear like two, four, six, oh, one. I was like, I'm sure you're making this up. <laughs> I have a question. Has any of your guests' predictions come true? No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) That's that bit. I might as well not predict anything. Um, I mean, neither is mine. (laughs) I predict, I'm going to do another one, that The Little Mermaid will do really well in the cinemas and Halle Bailey will get loads of critical acclaim. Yes, I predict that will do really well too. It actually looks really good because you know like yeah. some of the live action ones like, I don't want to sound like I hate it I like all the live action ones I'll go see them I even liked Dumbo yeah. <laughs> live action I just feel like with the them, they're, like, they're fun they're fine do you know what I mean but this one looks good yeah I think this will do well I'm actually quite excited for that I don't think I've been to the cinema since M. Freegan I mean Megan <laughs> was that actually the last film I saw at the cinema no that can't be Oh no, I saw Scream 6. Yeah. <laughs> so you go, Megan, Scream 6, Little Mermaid. The way it should be. Well, thank you for joining me on my podcast. Thank you for having me. Did you have a good time? Yeah, it's the first podcast I've ever been on. This will be fun. Like, first of many. <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was the May edition of the Monthly Tea with Jordan C, where we discussed Eurovision, Healy Swift that I hope goes swiftly and PR relationships join me for the June edition where we'll be discussing the Beyonce concert that's it goodbye hope you have a lovely month